Welcome to Lease FM. This week I'm joined by an old friend who I haven't seen in a while, um, Nadia Torrance, and she is insta-famous. We'll just get that out of the way. I'm like, girl, I started following her on Instagram, I don't know, a year or two ago. I haven't seen her in so long, and I'm just like, girl's got 50,000 followers. Um, and that's obviously not the only reason I have her in here. Nadia is an extremely talented dancer, um, performer, model, and, and just Thank wonderful you. human being and empowering to, you know, to follow along through life. So I just wanted to talk to you, catch up and talk about your influences. So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, I'm Nadia, obviously. Yes. <laughs> um, my Instagram name is Nadia XO. A lot of people, they always come up to me and they're like, is it Nadixo? And I'm like, no, <laughs> my nickname is Nadia. And then XO just stands for love. So yeah. I put it as Nadia XO. For sure. But thank you for having me. I really appreciate you oh. reaching out and let me know. Heck yes. I'm <laughs> so happy to be reunited. Um, my last memory of us like hanging out together was at your 18th birthday party. Remember at Cheesecake Factory? Oh my god! And you had just gotten that tattoo on yeah. your hand, and your sister was like, "Girl, what are you doing? Getting <laughs> she a tattoo?" Was hassling on- me. Yes. She's like, "You're not gonna get a, a job, and what are you doing?" It's yeah. a cute tattoo. You still have it? I sure do. Oh, there it is. And I'm working and making a nice living too with it. So, so hey, back to you. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw a name out there, but she knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's let's get the ball rolling. What? Who who are you? Who do you? Who do you try to represent on the social media platform? platform? Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, I'm me. And I say that with humility because a lot of people, they look at others who are on Instagram or these social media um, sites and, you know, they see, oh, this person may have this many followers or this person may be dating this person or this person may be making this amount of you know, annual income. No, it's not like that. Um, I, I brand myself to be who I am humbly. And I say that because I feel like I can relate to a lot of different people who I come across. Um, and even when people will see me out in public, sometimes they'll be like, Hey, you're not, not XO. Like I said, again, my name messed up and I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm not naughty XO, but I, I don't let it go to my head. Um, I know earlier we were talking and a little bit briefly kind of going back and piggyback writing on that topic. I just like to be able to post things on Instagram where everyone can relate to. So some days, hey, I may (laughs) be modeling. Um, Another day I may post something that is defining who I am or what what I may be going through. Maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's a friendship, but I try to post things where everyone can honestly understand and feel what I'm going through as well so that they don't think like I'm just this Instagram famous person. I don't let it go to my head. I look at myself like a regular individual but um you know I don't I don't I don't just let it that go to my head yeah for sure to be honest with you you're a three-dimensional human being like the rest of us and you don't pretend to be anything else and I love that and so much of your content is is very like like I said empowering um to women and to everybody just for like seizing the moment and and making things happen and counting your blessings and and that's really special and and different from a lot of other people in your position um but let's let's rewind just for a second talk about how you got to where you are um and and we talked about this off air but the mics weren't on so (laughs) you you don't have to go into all the past stuff but what how did this start when did when did you start gaining traction um, so again, when I was in college, I would always travel back and forth back to Chicago and I would do 
just a little bit of modeling and then I started getting into it heavily because um, I then got into a promotional kind of branding group and that really didn't kind of take off like I thought but at the same time I was dating someone who had a lot of Instagram clout so with us dating that also gained a lot of traction towards my page and then once we kind of you know decided to go our separate ways I stayed into the modeling field and was working with a lot of different photographers and that also kind of boosted my name and the leverage of followers kind of just attracting to my page and my older sister she was also on bad girls club a while ago (laughs) so that was another oh my god another thing that um also allowed for me to kind of gain followers yeah um, so, and then along with that, you know, I, I started to ask myself, I had, a, I have a good friend and he always tells me to this day, like, you know, I'm so happy that you brand yourself differently because you don't post like half naked photos and you know, what a lot of, a lot of young women in this generation tend to do. So, um, I just tried to think about like, every day when I wake up, what, what, what is something that I can post that's not just about beauty, you right. know? Um, so I may post something dealing with insecurities and not just insecurities with myself but trying to implement that message out to young women who are going through anything in life whether it's a toxic relationship whether it's insecurities that they face and you know don't feel the natural beauty from within so I tried to empower that and instill that mindset within them because maybe they never had a a father figure to show them that road or a mother or anyone in their life to kind of help them be the woman that you know God bestowed them on this earth to become so I think that that's kind of how I got to where I am and how I utilize that to be different it's funny because my first page actually got deleted I think I had like 60 something k followers at the time I was a sophomore in college yeah so um, what happened why why did that happen I don't know I really don't know one one day I woke up and my I couldn't log into my page and I was like what the you know yeah and so um and it was kind of irritating because at the same time I worked off the page so I would get maybe you know just different um brands that would reach out to me clothing lines um everybody knows tea tummy yeah and just different brands that would reach out to me and they would say hey you know can you post this we'll pay you yeah so when I couldn't log into my page that was kind of irritating because I'm like well I'm losing out on money as well so but it all kind of worked out in its own favor because when I made my second page I actually gained a little bit more followers than Mm -hmm. I did before and there's a lot of people that just follow me each day and they'll you know they say thanks for the just the motivation and sometimes it's funny because you don't even know how you're motivating another person or you're impacting another person's life when you post the things that you post so it's it's always good to kind of you know hear people say thanks because you just never know where Um, do you want all of this to go what what do you see what's your five-year kind of vision for your life or we can get back to that later (laughs) let's do you want to let's talk about your influences then we'll come back to that okay okay cool so who'd you list as number one for your influences number one has definitely have to be my mom yeah um, overall and I know that probably sounds cliche everybody always probably says that but no my mom is the person that gave me life I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't from her she is a very hard-working individual my father died when I was six and she raised me before she got married to my stepdad um, without any type of help so I have to give it to her she is my backbone I love her my second um, person I would have to say that influences me the most 
is my aunt, my Auntie Tracy. I love you. I love you. I love you. That's my my only aunt on my father's side. I lost a lot of family on my father's side. And growing up, we didn't really have that close of a bond. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I got older, I started to realize and just mature a little bit more and understand where she was, you know, where she was coming from on a on a different scale when I was younger. Girl, you couldn't tell me shit. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I don't know if we could. That, that's here, okay. It's all internet. We're all kosher. You couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't tell me nothing, and yeah. I kind of had to learn the ropes um, on my own. But, you know, she has always been that caring mm-hmm. and like a second mother to me. Totally. So, okay, so with these these women, they're in their 40s, 50s now. Um, my, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you see... Do you do you see the younger woman in them, or do you see them just as like this this model, this role model? To, like, what what do you get out of those relationships? Um, I definitely see them from a younger standpoint up to who they are today, and I say that because, um, again, my mom she had me a year after she graduated college. Wow, was still living with her aunt and kind of di- wasn't on that road to stability as she is today. Mm-hmm. She ended up going to school, getting her master's while she later on had two other kids, including myself. So she's always just been that hardworking lady. And she's impacted so many younger African-American children because she worked at CPS for over 20 years. And then on the side, she taught dance. That's how I actually got into dance was through my mom and my aunt. She had my first cousin when she was actually in college. So she started young, and to this day, like, she's just, she has her own house, owns different properties. So I see them from where they used to be, and I think that that's why it was so hard for me to listen to them because they knew me before I even knew myself, if that makes sense. Definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Um, Dance. And, And dance has been a big part of your life for forever have you been dancing forever like let's talk a little bit more about that since your mom your mom was a dancer and a dance teacher um I saw a really cute picture did you post a picture of your mom as a dancer and you as a little kid next to her that baby I have no idea who that you don't know that who that baby was I just know <laughs> I that, that, was, that was a beautiful picture yeah it is a beautiful maybe it's your long it lost sibling no that no. picture was recently my mom oh, okay. she performed still okay so cool she, that picture was um a performance that she did, I think at Columbia College. Mm-hmm. I think I don't even know when, but it was recent, sometime this year. And I saw it. I'm like, wow, it's a pretty dope picture. Yeah. So um, I posted it, and yeah, but yeah. I don't, I don't know who that baby is. Oh, cute picture. <laughs> How has dance influenced the way you you model? Um. Well, I've been dancing since the age of five. It's definitely. has showcased through my modeling um I just recently posted a picture of me standing on this like wooden I don't even know what to call it it's like a a platform for actually what a chair goes on top of it to be and I did the shoot and it's funny because going into the shoot we had no theme at all and I kind of just brainstormed as we went and I saw I we were moving the chair and someone broke the chair as we were moving and I'm like they started to move the bottom piece and I said no like keep it keep it there I actually have a, a vision I want to I want to shoot so capturing that imagery has like shown the definition of my legs and it's funny because I don't even dance as much as I used to I haven't danced in over five years wow but for me to still have that that tone that tone in my my legs and my body a lot of people always still ask me like do you dance and I think that over the course of years you know dancing you have to have balance and I say that meaning yes you do have to obviously have balance to be able to balance on point to be able to do your pirouettes whatever you're you're doing but it definitely balance out balances out 
the way you think as well because mm. um when you're trying to get a when you're trying to get a piece down pat like you have to memorize those skills and you know what 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 position comes next what you know what's the next you know step that you're taking so having dance being a part of my life it's just helped me with my academic skills in a way as well and just kind of helped me piece together things that I'm I don't well, how can I put this I'm trying to kind of the anticipation for the next step is it, it is it like because I feel like when you're modeling it's constantly you're constantly moving you're constantly changing poses so you're constantly having to like kind of dance through the shoot is that dance well dancing and modeling they're similar yeah but you're more so posing when right. you're modeling you don't have to have rhythm yeah that's true <laughs> so with dancing you have to have rhythm um with modeling you have to be patient because that could take hours and hours and you have to do the same the same look over and over and over and over and over it's, yeah it's kind of irritating. I think one time I was on set from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. I'm not even kidding. It was pretty, it was interesting because we yeah. had about five different looks and we did a medievals type of theme. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I mean. Were the costumes not super comfortable? Not at all. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Right. <laughs> I had like this, this. Corset thing? Cor- it wasn't even a corset. It was like this bra that was made out of. Uh, um, like metal type of thing. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> like a night, was, like a suit of armor. But it was yeah, lingerie. it was like a suit of armor. And then I had this big wig on, and I was the only African American woman on set. It was that was interesting. Yeah. Though. So tell I, me about like, that. Oh, uh, it was what would, what made it interesting was that I met these two. One model was like from Iceland, mm-hmm. and then another model. She was from I want to say Macedonia. Okay. And she looked like a life-size Barbie. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Right. And so at first I kind of felt intimidated when I walked in because I'm like, oh, my God, like she's so gorgeous. Yeah. But then it wasn't like an intimidation like, oh, you know, I'm not going to do as bad as, 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 you know, best as she would because I know what my own capabilities and my skills were. But it was more so like, wow, you know, you're just it's amazing to be around someone as beautiful as she and like yeah. see someone also like be talented like right. that's just it's a beautiful thing and to be so. to be on the level of being able to model with her must have been pretty cool you probably learned a lot from well she didn't even speak much it really? was weird she was so quiet <laughs> she had a thick accent so I yeah. don't think she could speak English as well but she was like six foot five oh and God. I'm five four yeah. so we had this shoot and but it was the shoot came out fantastic um I'll have to send you the link yeah later, definitely but it was just you know she was I'm like shooting with this tall Macedonian six foot five model <laughs> how is it how is it to be a, sh- a shorter model um it has its perks uh it has its perks because sometimes you you get to fit in certain places where like tall models can't so like a lot of my shoots I've done like crazy interesting shots in different places um and then it also has its cons because I, I can't do runway. Yeah. So I have to do more so commercial. Okay. Um, which gets your face more out there. So yeah. that's the pro of it. But when you're doing um, like runway shows, one thing is like you may you may kind of blend in with other models mm-hmm. that are taller. And, yeah. You know, unless you're like a you know, Naomi Campbell and right. you're on the face of a freaking magazine and stuff. So, but... I don't know. That's the the pros and the cons, I guess. And I don't really want to do runway either, so yeah. it doesn't really bother me as as much. Yeah, <laughs> more about that that picture. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
Um, cool. Okay. Well, I know we got a little off topic, but that's what it's about. Yeah. Let's move on to number two or three. Which it's one? Three. Three. Okay. Cool. So the other lady who I would love to say that she is a great influence, influencer or influential, influential power, pow- yeah, empowerment woman. Totally. Thank you, um, Michelle Obama. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Not only is she a Capricorn like me. Oh, love it. <laughs> gotta gotta but, love um, it. I just applaud her for standing by Obama throughout the chaotic, you know, world of, you know, him being in, 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 in the White House and for her to be the first African-American black first lady. Like, you know, I just have to give her all kudos, like all kudos to her. I know that was not an easy journey. And then on top of that, you know, she went to two of the top prestigious colleges. And I just look up to her so much just for empowering our younger youth and always keeping it classy yeah. uh, every time i've never you know you've never seen her get out of pocket yeah at all totally. always kept it classy no matter what and you know the way she speaks is very empowering and empowering and um so I, that's that's the third person i would she have is to so say. eloquent she just like so graceful yeah so know? poised exactly i mean like talk about she, she just must have a presence when she walks in the room because even seeing her on TV, it's like, mm-hmm. damn, like she just looks like she has it all together. Totally. What? Um, so like on a day to day basis, what what do you try to draw from the the essence of Michelle Obama? More so her poise. Mm-hmm. And I say that because you have to. You have to know how to set the foundation in a room without saying much. And I think that. When you walk into a room, you let your presence speak first, and she definitely does that. Not only, not only that, but become before they even became into you know before Obama was elected, her younger her two younger daughters went to dance with my younger sister. Really? So, yeah, and because they lived in High Park. Yeah. So just knowing that she came from a place where we're from, where where, where I'm from, my like. I want to say I'm, I didn't grow up in High Park, but being in that area, it's kind of like a second hometown. Yeah, um, it's just exciting, and to to see someone who before they were became known, um, that's something that I just have to respect because at the end of the day, like I said, she always carries herself very respectfully, um, and no matter what the press says. Yeah, you know. No, absolutely. That's that's a good one, and she has amazing arms, and which yes, you do too, <laughs> by the way. And she has a wonderful taste in oh clothing. my god like she's just always so, you know, so classy it, it's just classic it's like yeah I know I wish I had that wardrobe just a mm-hmm. fraction of it mm-hmm. um so. and it's interesting because someone actually I, I was I reading this or was I having a conversation with someone they told me back then when Obama was studying she actually helped him and and like she was the one that kind of pushed him yeah into you know going forward with his politics. academics and, and, and politics wow. and she was the one that was actually you know I don't want to say um, being, well, I, I guess you can say more so of a, you know, like a small mentor in right. a sense and just being the overhead yeah. you know, person to That's cool push to think him. about, so yeah. It is because, you know, that just. They're just such a dynamic duo. That's couple goals right there, right? Like just. Not only couple goals, but it just shows that women, we are, we really do hold the power yep. in a relationship and not in a sense where we dominate the men I'm not saying that right. but we hold so much power and if we know how to utilize it we can just easily uh, you know push them towards where they're 
good their goal is or you know what is set for them yeah in their, in their path it's just all about how you go about it totally while we're on the topic mm-hmm. relationships with you know men mm-hmm. I mean how has that influenced your your work oh girl um <laughs> <laughs> wow I'm actually well I am actually on the market cool. as far as a week from today um and i know that so soon but I've been in a talk I was in a toxic relationship for quite some time and it came to the point where now I just recently officially have ended it like on all strings and it came to a point where it did kind of affect my work because when it came down to modeling I couldn't do work with certain people because either you know insecurities played a part on you know my significant other's behalf when we were together um and then when I was working because I also have a full-time position as well when I was working full time, like my mom, my mind would get so boggled up in like maybe an argument that we may have had. And so I wouldn't be able to focus. So it definitely took a toll. But I know how to not let that show at work. I was really good with hiding it. But yeah. it definitely played a part where it was stressful. And I started to think like, you know, I can't live like this for the rest of my life. And I don't, I never want for another woman to be afraid of being able to, to, to say, look, it's time for me to walk away from this because a lot of manipulation and games were played a part in that. And I started to second question myself, like, is there something wrong with me? Like, what is going on here? Because it was just a lot that played into to part, but I was strong enough to be able to still love that person from afar. Um, and do what's best for me at this at this point. And one thing I can say is that ever since I let go of that toxic, you know, situation, a lot of blessings have been coming my way. Um, and I think that that was more so of a of a whole a setback, in a sense where I shouldn't say a setback because everything happens for a reason. But it di- it definitely held me up in a lot of different ways where I started to hmm, sacrifice my my wants and desires for something else that I was trying to make happen yeah it just wasn't happening I've been been there (laughs) and and it's as a young woman it's a really hard position to be in um when you feel bullied by by somebody that you're supposed to be you know one with um because it it does get right Mm -hmm. right in there and yeah but I think at the same time like the fact that you have I mean you you look amazing you don't look like you're going through a breakup at all so I don't know how you, how you do that um but it's just you, I can tell that you can see past the relationship and, and you just nothing is gonna like pull Hinder you me. away right from what you want and, and I think that mm-hmm. drive is is really really inspiring to to everyone that mm-hmm. you meet and um yeah that's that's amazing I mean there's yeah relationships are just they can be really <laughs> overwhelming. But two things I will say. When going over a breakup, stay busy. Yeah. Not busy in a sense where you want to go out and drink all the time. I get it. You want to have fun. You want to let loose. But be busy in a sense where find a book yeah. that interests you. I love reading. all mm-hmm. the t- I read all the time. Um, I f- find a book or find a hobby. Do yoga. You know, travel. Experience. Keep busy in a sense where you're steady learning. I look at us. I look at people as like a plant. Yeah. You always want to water yourself. How can you better yourself today? Because you don't want to deteriorate yourself as a person. And then when you meet someone new who's actually ready to be with you, you want to be able to 
pour into them the knowledge that you learned while going through that breakup to, that made you a better person for that next individual. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm very spiritual, so I don't care. You know, a lot of people say don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion when you get around people. I don't talk about religion or politics unless it's it is brought up on someone else's behalf. But one thing I will say about when it comes down to religion is just pray. Yeah. And I say that because I've been through a lot to the point where, you know, all I could do was just break down and just pray because I didn't know what else to do at that point. There was times where I, I sat and questioned life it, and it had nothing to do with my relationship. It was just other situations in life that I was going through through college that a lot of people didn't even know about personal issues. Um, and I'm And I had to take a step back and think like, this is not me. You know, my mom didn't raise no fool. And at the end of the day, she's always instilled God in me in my relationship with God. And she said, if it's, if it's not in, if it, if I can't help you, always call on him. So that's my my savior and grace. Um, and like I said, besides that, just stay busy. Always just keep yourself growing in some type of way, shape or form and and figure out what it is that you're good at. And I say that because if you think about money you're going to always have a problem with trying to do something in life. But if you're really good at something, mo- the money is going to come. It's going to show. It's And you don't have to second question it. And then on top of that, you're going to be happy with it. And next thing you know, you're going to look up. You're going to be like, what What relationship are we talking about? Yeah. What relationship hurt me? What guy are you talking about? Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> totally. So I think that's, that's awesome. The, that's the best advice I can give um, on relationships and breakups. Yeah. When you pray, because I think there's, there's such a stigma with, religion these days I mean there you know maybe always has been but you know particularly now everybody the world the way it is it's just kind of like what what is praying do and and do you think of prayer as like are you asking for things are you is it a is it even something that you can put into words is it more of a meditation like or or what what is it to you um in a sense it is asking for things but it's not asking for monetary value Mm -hmm. um or you know an actual thing so prime example when I pray I pray for forgiveness and I pray that God fills me up with love no matter what because there's so many people out here that are filled with bitterness and you go through these relationships or these friendships and you think that these people are going to be there for you for you know for a lifetime or you know for however long you think and when they show you different it's like you grow that you get bitter and you get angry and upset and it's like you know how can you just do that to me and if you walk around here with bitterness in your heart, you're closing off the doors that God is going to try to open up to you. So when I ask for things, I don't ask for like, you know, money or anything of that nature. I don't, you know, a lot of people are like, God, please bless me with a house and all this and that. No, because I think that when you're, when you get yourself right internally, all of that stuff is going to come. So again, going back to what I was saying, I pray each and every day, like I pray for God to fill me up with consistent love forgiveness and patience patience is one thing that I've always kind of had an issue with like I would be like no I want it done right now or we got to talk about this right now like no like I don't have the time to wait and so I've definitely prayed about that and to listen more because it's I don't know it's just more so personal things internally that I I pray for because it's going to help me be a better person and then that's going to allow for other doors to open up and then other blessings when it comes down to monetary value it's going to come so that's how I look at it, and I mean, everybody has their own way of praying, but that's yeah. But so. but you look, I mean, looking at people our age, mm-hmm. like I I don't think the typical 
person, the average person, prays like, like it, it, or just admit, you know, it's and and technology. I don't want to say hinders the connection to the spiritual, but but it, it's a you know a constant, just like material thing that that we're looking at. What what do you say to that? Like, is technology? Do you think it's it's tearing us apart from from the spiritual world? Yeah. Yes and yes and no. And I say that because I do know a few mentors and a few priests who are live and they utilize technology in a positive format Mm -hmm. that definitely reaches out to people. And then you also have technology that like, you know, prime example, all all of the social media that allows for a person to have have this st- this mindset that is not how can i word this they see things on the social media and then they enter they take that in and can't really i'm really i'm really trying to put this into words for it to make sense yeah um kind of like a veil like a constant like striving for this special thing that people are having kind of like grass is always greener Grass is always green on the other side. Yeah, I've heard that before too. But I don't the put it like this. I think that technology definitely has its pros and cons when it comes down to the spiritual world. But it also it it's it also boils down to how you were raised as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do attend church every 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 Sunday, um, and I think that people this is what I was trying to say. I think that people get so caught up in the social media world that they forget who they are. Right. So when it comes down to them going through certain situations in life, they don't know how to call on God or they don't know, you know, they may go to church, but they may not get that spiritual healing or that mm-hmm. spiritual connection or knowledge from what that person is speaking on. Yeah. You know, and you have to really I just I think that, you know, everyone has their own way of interpreting or having their own spiritual connection when it comes down to going to church or whether you read the Quran or whether you read the book. My mom is part of the Nation of Islam. Mm -hmm. She just converted to to the Islamic world about six years ago. Mm -hmm. Growing up, we grew up as Christians. So when she converted, that was a very confusing time for me because we celebrated Christmas, you know, we celebrated Thanksgiving, we went to church every Sunday. My mom taught the Sunday school dance. She was a Sunday school dance ministry teacher. So when she converted, I was a freshman in college, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, I'm not understanding this. Why are you reading this Quran? Like, we read the Bible. And and it's funny. Because, when I shouldn't say funny, it's not funny, but it's interesting because when she converted, I learned a lot about the Bible that was never, I had never laid eyes on. Um, yeah. Just, you know, I'm not going to go into detail because I know that's going to go into another topic, <laughs> but it opened up my eyes to want to learn more about other religions. Yeah. And with an open heart. And I think that social media does not play that they don't they don't expose that side to, to a lot of our younger generation. A lot of it's, you know, let me post this this Louis Vuitton and, you know, this Michael Kors purse and, you know, they post it's more of a monetary value mm-hmm. that or monetary things that are more so showcased on there. Um, but again, there there's podcasts and you know Joel Olstein who use utilizes technology mm-hmm. today today that does influences people on a great on a greater scale so I think that there's a it's kind of like a 50 50 thing yeah 
So uh, yeah, and it's all about like what you in what you choose to intake. Exactly. But so many people become complacent and just don't even realize that they have the power to like take in good versus taking in the the not so mm-hmm. good. You know what I mean? Or the materialistic. And there's nothing wrong with the materialistic. It's fun stuff, but when it clouds, you know, kind of the vision of like what what is life mm-hmm. about? I mean, I mean, that's just I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting kind of heady, but no, I definitely <laughs> I definitely understand where you're coming from, though. Um, okay, let's move along to number four. Okay, number four, um, I would say the artist Erica Badu. Ooh, love that. Okay, yes. let's talk about that. I love her aura. Yeah, her spirit is just. It's so embraceive. You know, she's very earthly. First off, she's a Pisces, so she's a water sign. And I've always gotten along with Pisces. If you don't know now, I'm very much into astrology. Okay, yes. Awesome. Um, and she's very creative with her art. You know, she she <laughs> she has this quote that I love, and to this day I always quote her. Like it's a, She goes, I'm sensitive about my shit. Okay. It's a song called Tyrone by her. It's a very popular song. And I, a part of the uh, the quote was just saying, I'm sensitive about my shit. Mm-hmm. And I just love it because not many people are going to be that bold to say, like, look, look, nigga, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sensitive about my shit yeah. now. So be careful who, you, <laughs> who you're judging. <laughs> totally. And I, and, but it's not even just, it's, it's way more than that. It's just she's so creative and she has this Afrocentric aura about her. And I just love her spirit, honestly. My mom, she was the person that put me on to her music ever since I was younger. She's just always played ty- um, Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love I love her and the person that she is. And if I had the chance, oh, I would just sit and roll a blunt and just talk to her for like a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an amazing conversation and worthy of a podcast. Oh, um, God. Yeah, she is, I mean, and her voice is just like velvet. Yeah, she's she's amazing. That's a great one. Have um, you have you listened to some of her music? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, she's she's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, what what do you draw from her, like on a day to day basis? Kind of the sass, kind of. Oh, I have what I draw from her is her confidence. Yeah, that's what I draw from her because you can say yeah, she may be quote unquote. I mean, sorry, quote unquote sensitive yeah. sensitive about her shit. Right. But at the end of the day. She's very natural. If you look at her pictures on Instagram, she's natural and she's very free. She's mm-hmm. free spirited and she's not going to sugarcoat anything yeah. to make you feel comfortable. It's more so like, look, I'm saying this and you're either going to respect it or you're going to understand where I'm coming from or you're not. And yeah. you can move on and, and go on about your way. And I respect that about her because I just like people that keep it 100. I don't like people to sugarcoat anything. Um, I feel like I'm, you know, I, I embrace the per- the pe- people who people are and I try to um be transparent as well when it comes to them so that's what I like and that's I take cool. from her yeah great music too yes totally awesome music <laughs> what's your favorite song is it Tyrone is that uh, Tyrone is one but actually it's funny I love what you um didn't you know that's mm-hmm. one of my favorites and then recently she remade a song by Drake Call phone down. I really? No. Oh my god, I gotta check, check out that out. Down. I'm a big music head. I listen to music all day, probably more than I watch TV. Yeah. What, yes. Why? What's music do for you that TV doesn't? Music, it just uplifts my spirit. Um, 
don't get me wrong i watch tv but if i'm watching tv it's like netflix shows yeah music just puts me in a happy place if i'm going through a breakup or if i'm waking up in the morning it'll i have like every day when i wake up and go to work i play any, i play music and one of the main songs i always play is called lovely day by bill withers i don't know oh, if you yeah. ever heard of lovely that. day Yes. Lovely day. Great I, song. I love that song. So good. My father, before my father passed when I was six, and that was one of his favorite songs. So Aww. when I wake up, it's more so of me kind of feeling his spirit in the room, and it just it uplifts my spirit and gets me ready for the morning, um, rather than just TV and the news being on. Like I just I love music. Even when you're driving down the, you're driving, and I'm I always play my music up so loud. Oh, <laughs> girl, me too. When I'm driving, when I'm taking a bath, when I'm showering, when I'm doing my makeup, my, I listen to music all day, especially when I cook. So that's awesome. I'm just a music head. Yeah. It, I don't know. It just does something to my, my energy. It uplifts it. And it's a universal language. Like you could you could put on a, a really great speech by Obama and be in a room with, you know, people that speak 10 different languages and they, you know, well, a lot of them probably speak English, but, you know, it's not going to have the same gravity is if you put on a song by bill withers everybody can dance to that you know yeah everybody can understand that and then think about it like music just gets people comfortable with being comfortable yeah you know totally and they also it also gets you being comfortable with being uncomfortable but and i say that because yeah you may have someone in the room that can't dance or have a, a a lick of any type of rhythm yeah but they feel that beat they feel that energy you know and they just get to being comfortable and being free and I love that I, I've always wanted to go to this this party um it's called what is it a silent party you ever heard oh, of the it? silent disco yes, thing with yes, the, yes, yes you're all wearing headphones you all wear headphones yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody has like different music that they're playing yeah everyone's, everyone's dancing, just dancing and yeah. you're just free like you're not thinking about who's looking at you totally yeah, we should go to so one. We definitely they should. have them around. We should. And you know, we were talking about L.A. Yeah, earlier they oh, they yeah. have them all over L.A. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, my boyfriend he used to go to those. It sounds like super awesome. They are. Um, okay, want to talk about number five? Yes. You ready? My last one, I would have to say, and this is recently. Yeah. Um, her name is Issa Rae. She is. Oh a my single- God! Insecure. Yes. Holy shit. I love her. I love that show. And she's amazing. And yes. Okay, let's talk about that. So have you read her book? No. It's Okay, so she first, how it all started out, she came out with a YouTube series. Okay. And it was called My Awkward Black Girl. Yes. Yeah, it's called My Awkward, Bla- My Awkward Black Girl series or whatever. It's yeah. a YouTube series. Yeah. And then she transformed it into a book. And then now she has a show called Insecure. She's from Senegalese, uh-huh. but was born in the U.S., I believe, Um and transferred from Maryland to L.A. all the time, like going back and forth when she was younger. It's all yeah. explained in the book. Yeah. She's also a Capricorn, too. Oh, there you <laughs> go. But it's not even just the fact that she's a Capricorn. She's just very transparent. Like, when you first read the book, it's so funny because it caught me off guard. She talks about how she was this cyber hoe. <laughs> I kid you not. What? What does that even mean? She talks about she was a cyber hoe, and I'm like, what What's the a hell? cyber hoe? I'm about to explain oh, okay. to you. Girl, I'm reading, and she goes into detail of basically saying when she was younger, she went to a, a predominantly white school, and by her being black, you know, she was kind of always judged as awkward and she you know had like you know thick hair and kind of was teased for it but she would kind of hide behind online chats because when she was explaining it explaining it in the book it took kind of it took place like early 2000s yeah. when she would hide behind so like, like chat AIM rooms chats exactly yeah, yeah, like yeah. i am and, chat, and she would be in t- chat rooms basically yeah. talking to other people and she would put up this like 
um, she would create this profile. Excuse me. She would create this profile of basically having like blue hair, uh, blue eyes, blonde hair, <laughs> typical like Caucasian White woman. Girl, yeah. And she hid behind no way. these chats for a while because she, you know, was a little bit insecure and, you know, never it was that kind of awkward girl that no guy ever asked her to dances yeah. and stuff. So when she was younger. So she talks about that anyways. And then just the book, I don't want to spoil the book for you, but yeah. you have to read the book. Okay. It's called My Awkward Black Girl. Okay. And she it's it's so it will keep you laughing it's a page turner i love it 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 okay i'm gonna check that out and and it makes you appreciate the show insecure now because you peep different things in the show that's like oh i read that or like oh she likes that that's where that came from oh that makes sense so yeah oh what a good show i'm pretty excited because her her brother followed me back and he's fine is he but we haven't low-key talked at all i don't okay we haven't at be, all. Be but subtle. He, but cool. I was just kind of like, oh, hey. kind of humble. Is he out in L.A.? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I'm guessing. I We've never <laughs> exchanged any words at all. I was just kind of excited that he followed me back. Totally. <laughs> I was like, okay, you know. <laughs> you never know. I don't know. You said, right, you may be my, my sister-in-law, sister-in-law girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> can I please come to that wedding? Yeah, she gives the best, like, <laughs> toast. Toast. Oh, my God. No, but I, I've never spoken to him. I was just pretty, you know, humbled. That yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Really? Follow me back. Cool. So, yeah, that's my fifth one. Um, That show is – I, okay, so we watched that show a couple months ago, and we totally binged it um, because it's just like it was all on HBO Go, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm obsessed. So I'm, I'm going to have to rewatch it because I know that the second season is coming up in just a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but – yeah, it's it's so it's just different than anything you've seen before. I mean, she tell me about the premise of the show a little bit. Oh, honestly, I've only watched the first show. Really, I told you I don't watch TV. Oh yeah, often, that's right. So, you read books and, and you read. Yeah, I mean, I watch I watched the first show, um, but I just moved into my apartment, so yeah. I don't even have my TV set up in my front totally. room yet. So I've been I watched it on my computer on my yeah, laptop, yeah, yeah. but then you have to buy HBO. Um, HBO so I was like. Vision. Yeah, I'm gonna no, wait no, no. till I actually because we have Xfinity. So oh yeah, then you'll have a password. We'll have everything well, for free. I'll tell you, you're gonna love the show if you love her so much. Like, oh girl, I, I love the first show already. Yeah, the and first half is so good. I started to buy it, and I'm like, no, I'm just gonna wait because we already have Xfinity. So I'm like, let me just wait till we yeah. set our TV yeah, up for sure. We'll be okay. Yes, and then and then you'll just be able to go dive right into season two, mm-hmm. which just comes out July 23rd or something. Um, yep. Speaking of shows, are you interested in this show called Power? What is it? I've never You've heard never of it. You've never heard of Power? No. <sighs> it's a <laughs> it's a series. Well, now it's like going on the fourth season. Okay. But it's a series that was directed by 50 Cent. Okay. And it's about this um, this drug. He's basically the lord of drug. He's a drug dealer. And yeah. he's the lord of it. Yeah. And it's out in New York. Uh-huh. Pretty. He's. His name is Ghost on the show, and you'll see why if you ever watch it. Yeah. Like, just go on HBO. Um, no, I'm sorry. No, go on Stars and Demand. It's on okay. Stars. Yeah. And he, the show starts out as him basically being like the biggest drug dealer yeah. in New York City. But he's so low key in the way that he moves. You'll never see him, or like you have to, because he's like top dog. Right. That's why they call him Ghost. Yeah. So he's trying to get out of the drug game. So he opens up um, a club, mm-hmm. and he's like, investing in the club because he's like slowly but surely trying to get out of the drug game yeah. but his main wife is kind of like no like why don't you want to stay in the drug game like we're getting so much money out of this and she yeah. kind of wants him to stay in it so he's trying to pull from it 
ends up running into his ex-girlfriend into the club he owns and that was like his first love so they end up starting they start to talk and mess around and Uh-oh. she and he starts to have a love affair with fair with her whole time yeah she's an fbi <gasps> fbi agent and she starts to kind of try to close this case and they're looking for this guy named ghost whole time she's basically sleeping with the nigga oh so God. it's really interesting i don't but it's it's far past that now because it's on the fourth season and they only the seasons only come out in the summer okay so it's um it's really good like if i were you i would go check you it out check tonight just out. binge it okay binge watch it oh my god girl it's amazing you know you know He's that binge fine. culture oh right. he is is he mm. wait who is it is it 50 cent <laughs> Uh, no, it's an actor. Pl- Fifty Cent plays into it in, in it as well, but the yeah. actor's name is Omari um, Hardwick. I think that's his last okay. name. Um, Omar Hardwick. Okay. Um, yeah, so cutie. He is. Uh, Might be another one you went. We're like, get on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's married though. Kids, oh, okay. So. We'll, we'll stay away from that. But <laughs> yeah, he's fine. So I just watch from afar through my little my little laptop. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> Girl can dream. Um, okay, so. We've kind of put it together, and I've noticed they're all strong, wonderful, beautiful black women. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, that identity is obviously something that you identify with. Um, How is it to be a a black woman today in in America? Hmm. And how do you want it to be in five years? I think that being a black woman, we hold a lot more power than our black men Growing up, going to a predominant white school um, and then graduating and going to a PWI. When I was younger, I actually f- dealt with more racism than today. And it's it's funny because I'm light. I'm fair-skinned. I'm light-skinned. So um, a lot of people think that we have it more easier mm-hmm. as being a lighter, a, a light-skinned black woman. And it's not. We're still fit in that same stereotypical black woman field. Yeah. Um, Growing older, a lot more white men are attracted to me. Um, and it's interesting because I've had people who I've, like, worked for um, try to Come date me. To and yeah. I'm like, nope, don't miss. I don't mix business with pleasure. And even if I was, I definitely wouldn't be. Wouldn't be. <laughs> um, I think that today, honestly, um, I think because I walk when I walk into a room, I demand, I don't demand attention. I demand respect. Yeah. And the way I carry myself, I don't, I don't have insecurities. And even if it's someone who may know more than me, I take the initiative to learn from them and to better myself. And I think that that's what has allowed for me to not deal with it, with much racism. I mean, granted I have in my life before, but I don't deal with it on an everyday basis. And I think that that's just because our, you know, being in today's generation, a lot more interracial couples have become more acceptive. Um, granted, there's still racism, you know, period. But fortunately, I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't dealt with, with much. And I think if I have, um, I definitely wouldn't be quiet about it. Um, I would definitely speak out about it and I'm not going to let it just, you know, overshadow me and, you know, belittle me as a person. When I, when I was in college, actually, there was a time where, um, a policeman was harassed, not harassing me. I don't want to say, but a policeman 
said a few things to me and I went to school down in Peoria mm-hmm. and Peoria is one of the biggest racist little little cities that you would know yeah that's part of Chicago or part of Illinois yeah and I just remember him you know saying a, a, a pretty cute cruel things to me and his re his reaction was to see how I was going to react yeah and once again because I know who I am and I know what I stand for I know that you, if you react off of a of, off of how a person comes onto you, you're giving them that power over mm-hmm. you. And a lot of our people, when I say our people, my people, mm-hmm. like black people, if we knew who we were, we would know how to handle cer- certain situations when it comes down to the police. And that's why you have a lot of these cases that go on with, you know, you hearing someone getting shot and dying. Um, of course, I wasn't there, so I can't speak on that person's behalf because I don't know what was said or done to make them retaliate that way. But I just remember speaking to this policeman in, a, in a such a profound way where, you know, he, he I had some I had much poison grace to the point where he it's like he couldn't do anything. He, you, he, you can't you couldn't arrest me because yeah. I was I wasn't yelling at you and I wasn't, re, you know, restraining from you telling me to put my hands on the on the, on the, on the, hood, on the hood of the car. But I handled him in a way where he just I don't think he was expecting that. Yeah. And in a way, I think it, it angered him even more. But he couldn't do anything because I still held the power of the right. conversation. I didn't get out of pocket and I didn't say, you know, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, I'm not this. You know, I I could have went off, but yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And I think that that's that's the 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 difference of today's generation. You know, um, we're so adamant on fighting and fighting back and having this this black power which i get i'm not taking that away but you have to know how to do it in a way where we're living in a time today where people are my my people are getting killed and not in there the people that are killing them or the policemen that are killing them there's no repercussion repercussions for them so i think five years from now i just excuse me i just hope that my people take the time to just really dig in 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 themselves and see where they come from Mm -hmm. and appreciate where they come from and understand we're African-American for a reason because we are from Africa. A lot of people think, no, I'm from America. Yeah, you are born in America, but your ancestors are from Africa. You're from Africa, and we all have some some piece of that land engraved in us. Yeah. So that's I just just hope to kind of see more of growth, mental growth over the course of time. Totally. Because I think that we're so consumed, like I said, going back into social media, we're so consumed with that that we miss out on so much. And one thing I can say by my mom converting into the Islamic world is that, yeah, I was mad for a while, but I learned so much about my history. And my mom has all, like I said, she taught for 20 years. So she's all, every time I'm around my mom, I'm learning something different. Or she like, read this book. Or, you know, she teaches me how to eat differently and how to, you know, just learn and instill knowledge in me. So... That's that's something. Snaps for great mother figures, right? <laughs> it's uh Yeah, she's she's one of a kind. Totally. One of a kind. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> we bump heads at times, but that's mama bear. Yeah, no, totally. Same. <laughs> um and okay, so we've kind of we've pieced it together. You are a product of all of these influences. Mm-hmm. Um but then you're also so much more because you're yourself. Um and where where is that going for you? So right now I am working on something, but I cannot disclose that information. Okay. Due to contract issues. Love it. That's um, good. That's good stuff, right? <laughs> it is. And also I want to get more 
into well, I want to get back into uh, modeling a little mm-hmm. bit more, more so commercial. So that's something I'm kind of working with someone on right now. I have to prepare headshots and you know take more time into my day-to-day activities on focusing on that but I'm also working full-time too so it's a little bit hard kind of juggling back back and forth with that but all I can really say is you know follow me on Instagram and follow my 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 work that I do um well in the process of doing I should say and you'll kind of kind of see from there uh and also it's funny because with me still into the 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 modeling world I was just looking into master's programs because I want to go back to school and major in finance and get my master's in that because I love real estate. So I'm, you know, focusing on kind of doing that on the side, too. So I have a little little a lot of things kind of going on. I know it kind of seems like it's it's like you want to do real estate and you also do modeling like girl, you all over the place. But once someone someone very special, I can say, has taught me to utilize my resources. Hell yeah, girl. And That's it's all about how you kind of implement them in together as one. Yeah. So. And at the end of the day, that means you've got all the more skills and you're just you're just empowering yourself to do bigger, greater things since you're learning. Learning different things. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Where do you want to go to school? I was looking at DePaul because I want to stay in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I already went away. I went to Bradley. And I, right now, because of work, I need something that's still close to home. Yeah. Like literally right from home. So I'm going to. I was looking at I was looking into DePaul, and then I was also looking into Northwestern. As, okay. I mean, not um, not Northwestern. Western. I'm sorry, Northern. Northern. Yeah. But Northern, uh, I don't know. It's like a party school, so I'm like probably not. And it's kind I'm, of a trip, kind of yeah, a, that's an hour into or something. Yeah. But I feel like I'm a little bit better than totally. <laughs> coming from Bradley. I'm like, yeah, probably I should stick some stick to somewhere in downtown. Yeah, I mean, there's so area. many options. Yeah. So in in DePaul, I was looking at their program, and they have a bunch of different master's programs, and finance is pretty well known there, along with a few other other majors. Yeah. But um, it's a really good school. So oh, that's why. Totally. That's why. And I was it's close. That. And it's close. We love that. Exactly. For it's sure. Close. So maybe Roosevelt too. I just just have to look a little yeah, bit more. Definitely. So, but it's it's definitely a consideration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Education is. Do you do you like being a student? Is that like mm. <laughs> you're more about the degree than the than the time in the I'm, classroom? Maybe. I am more concerned with the degree, but I know this sounds funny, but again, I like to. I'm 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 low key a nerd. If you have if you don't know, <laughs> and I like to continuously keep learning, and that goes back onto the comment that I made earlier today. You have to look at yourself like a plant. And you just have to always fill yourself up with water, you know, and water yourself with knowledge. Um, you never want to get too complacent. And I think that a lot of people, when they first get their degree, they get settled into a nine to five and you're sitting on your ass all day and you're just doing the same thing. It's like, OK, am I going to be doing this for the rest of my life? You know, so that's why I chose why well, I'm considering on going back to school to get my master's and to kind of. um Take that and, and and prosper a little bit more, so that I won't have to work for anybody else, and you know, do my own entrepreneurship thing. Yes, love that. So cool. Any parting words? Any parting words? Man, live life. Live life. Drink this Argo tea. <laughs> <laughs> you like it? Yeah, it's it's pretty good it's actually. Really good. This is a yeah. hibiscus tea sangria. Um, yeah, I had to throw that out there, guys, because Lisa came in here with like three bottles of argo tea like here you go just take the whole thing (laughs) but uh no live life be free um 
you only have one life to live. So stay true to yourself. My one thing my father always said before his passing was know yourself and be true to yourself. And that's it. You know? And just live life. Yeah. Live life. Travel and meet many people and don't hold back. Just live. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you so, so much, Nadia. No, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I enjoyed us talking. Me too. It was <laughs> awesome. Feels like the beginning of something beautiful. Maybe I we'll know. have to get something rolling down down we the do, line. We do. We um, do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's Nadixo. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, like, oh my God, please. Nadi XO. Nadi XO. Instagram. So that's N A D I X O. Yes, and it's underscore. It's underscore. Okay. One underscore Nadixo. <laughs> you all got me saying that so damn. Underscore naughty underscore Nadia Nadi XO okay. underscore. Cool. Oh God. How about I'll just include it in the bio for this? Yeah, it's really simple. By like when you see it, it's very simple. But yeah. the way that we're, we're explaining it. it, we're making it a little bit more <laughs> than what it has to be. Exactly. And you know, follow her and follow along with her great great things that she's got going get inspired get empowered by all of her awesome posts yes and don't be afraid to reach out to me like you know i know that there's a lot of people out here trying to get their brands going if you guys have t-shirts or anything even if it's like a a sock you want for me to brand (laughs) reach out to me i'll help you market it she will rock that sock. (laughs) i will rock the hell out of that sock (laughs) but no i mean it's just i know it like again you have to utilize your resources so you never know who knows who and I just I just love to help people who are really about growth and trying to be something and not just waste time so totally yeah wait speaking of really quick what I saw a picture of you and Chance oh yeah it's the homie yeah can we (laughs) just talk about that because I like nerded out a little bit because I'm obsessed Chance is the homie um how do you know him so he is good friends with this young lady named Jada Mm -hmm. Jada Jada Love you. Shout out. Shout out to you. Um, and my best friend, Taria, who mm-hmm. I was with yesterday as well. Shout out to you too, boo. Um, she's really friends with them. And I've known, I've known Taria and Jada for a very long time because we did dance together. Oh, cool. So he was, he's best friends with Jada. I've known her for, I don't know, for a long time. And around her birthday, like we were just always kind of like in the same group. We would go to really ball and he's really humble, down to earth cat. So I, I like his, his vibes. Yeah. And we, we actually that night we actually celebrated her birthday Aww. and his birthday because they're both Aries. Yeah, and we just all took the picture. So that's cool. It's really cool. Are you? Do you listen to his music? Oh yeah, of course. And oh, my yeah. my cousin is best friends with them too. Like it. Honestly, we're all surrounded in the same circle. It's yeah. just kind of like I met him through friends, but we I've known him for a while now, so it's kind of like second nature. For sure. And it's so weird seeing him on. Um, music videos with DJ Khaled because I'm like I just with with was with you like this is like weird. What? You just won three Grammys. So that? I know. And then the other day I was in Walmart and I saw him on the front of a magazine. I'm like, good lord! Like, was it this Ebony? Is crazy. He was on the front of Ebony and I bought it for my brother for his birthday because he's a big Chance fan too. Yeah. What like, a ho- wow. hometown it's, boy, man. He's just doing so much good. Yeah. Shout out to the bro, man. You are rocking it. You're killing it. You are it's, killing it. You're yeah. making Chicago your placing a great name totally. in Chicago or representing Chicago I should say yeah it's like low-key my one-year goal for this podcast to get him on here so well <laughs> I can be of help with that okay <laughs> it's on the record guys <laughs> so yeah yeah cool well, thank you for having me thank again you. I really appreciate it thank you I enjoyed so this talk. much for joining me mm-hmm. um again it's naughty xo just search that it'll it'll pop up yes it will and she'll be taking over the world real soon so 
Hopefully. Watch out. <laughs> Let's climb it into existence. Yes, girl. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this is Lise FM. Thank you.